Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs here at Tab. And he comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And... Uh, Feel free to get online. We have a couple lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and we'll do our best. There's a lot of discussion on Facebook Live about GoNetSpeed and what speed to purchase. Um, they offer amazing speeds, and I'll tell you, 150 megabits is plenty. Um, I've got three boys at home. Uh, well, actually, one's, finally, one's out, graduated on his own. Uh, the other two are still in college, and... Um, when they're all there, I was able to do anything we needed to do. Stream, online gaming, whatever you want with uh, 80 megabit speeds from my, my, my uh, cable provider. So don't buy too much because you don't need it um, for most homes. For businesses, that's different. But for most homes, if you, if you connect with more than 150 megabits of speed, you know, a 500 megabit line, let's say, um, basically think of it like water. Um, how big of a, a connection to your home do you need to run all the showers, to, to heat your water, to run your sprinkler system if you have it? How much of a connection do you need? Well, you only need a one-inch pipe. If they connected a 18-inch main to your house, you would be paying for a big connection that you didn't need. Same thing with the Internet. So just because you have gigabit, you're, you're not going to get high definition any faster. You're not going to need to offer your the Internet to your other devices any differently. As long as your network can handle delivering the services to those devices, more bandwidth doesn't help you. It's just a big, big, fat pipe with very little need to do anything with X number of devices. Now, you'll be amazed how many devices are connected within your house. You might find 20, 30 devices in a typical house. Um, but again, they're not all consuming bandwidth. Um, when, you're, when you're online gaming, it's very little bandwidth. When you're streaming, it's more bandwidth. But I can have literally four streams of of streaming happening in my home at the same time and no impact with 80 megabits of bandwidth. It only means that I've got it set up properly. So don't let them not them or any broadband company sell you more than you need. Um, it, that's part of the part of the issue of unlimited sometimes. <laughs> they know you're not going to use it. Well, unless you got an unlimited pocketbook. Well, sure. Yeah, if you want to <laughs> pay for it, fine, but you don't need to. All right, let's get to your calls. We're going to go to East Hartford and 
Louie? Hey, Louie. Hey, morning, guy. What's up? Um, <clears throat> sorry. My, my problem is this. I have an older computer, <clears throat> which runs on Windows 7. So Microsoft, of course, sent you this message that, um, you know, Windows 7 is not being supported anymore. Right. And therefore, the protection offered, or, you know, there's a risk of, you know, your data being compromised because there's no protection being offered. Correct. But the, but the thing is, I have Norton on mine. So at this point, my question is this. If I put turbo, my TurboTax, load on TurboTax onto this, this computer, mm -hmm. will did Norton provide me with sufficient protection so that I wouldn't have to worry about my TurboTax information being compromised, even, you know, given that Microsoft won't be around to provide me with the protection anymore. So don't think of what they're doing as protection. That's part of the misnomer. So what, what Microsoft is telling you is they're not going to fix their security problems anymore with Windows 7. They're not, don't think of it as protection at all. They're saying, look, we've got a Swiss cheese of an operating system. We've been mm -hmm. patching it forever, right? Mm -hmm. uh, updates have occurred forever. Bad guys have been trying to actually use those, those holes to exploit and get into your computer forever, and Microsoft has been patching those holes. Mm -hmm. So what they're saying is we are no longer, Louie, going to patch those holes. So if there are any holes now in your Windows 7 system that Microsoft has not updated, if you put your TurboTax on there and a bad guy tries to leverage that hole, he might have access to your data. So they were never giving you any protection. Mm -hmm. they, were, they were just fixing their mess, ongoing patches. That's what, that's what it is. So you were, A, never protected in the first place, but, B, now they're just not going to fix it anymore. But I have, I have um, Norton. So Norton is an antivirus program. If the bad guys leverage a vulnerability in the, in the operating system that has nothing to do with a virus, then you're still vulnerable. So you can't think your antivirus program is going to protect you because they could use a hole you're not aware of. None of us are aware of. Only the NSA is aware of the holes that are available right now these days. Um, but there are bad guys that are going to be banging on the operating system to try to figure out how to get in and exploit a problem that nobody's aware of and Microsoft is not going to patch. So I would tell you, my advice would be to not load anything like TurboTax on a Windows 7 system. You shouldn't do that because um, you, you'd be more at risk if you did. Okay, okay, okay. But you, may, right. but you still may not be, but you don't know. Okay, so, but it's best not to take the risk. I would tell you that, yes. If you ask but, me any time, I'd tell you not to take the risk. And, and, and might I add something, too? Sure. I think, I think uh, Microsoft was more pointing me in the direction to... Um, to get Windows 10. Correct. <laughs> That's the one there. That they were pointing me at rather than telling me there is, there's a risk. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? So they're always interested in moving people forward because they can't keep patching the old stuff, and I don't blame them for that. Um, Windows 7 has been around for a long time. Uh, so, yes, they, they are kind of subtly saying, look, Louie, you got to upgrade to Windows 10. Now, we just had a story that the latest version of Windows 10 patching, they're telling you not to apply because it, breaks stuff. So that's the irony of all this. They're telling you, Louie, we're not fixing Windows 7 anymore, so it's vulnerable. 
Go to Windows 10. Oh, and by the way, if you load the latest version of Windows 10, it could break your computer. Hi, we're Microsoft. Can you pay us now? That's how they work. It's crazy. The irony is so rich, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, what, what, what do you do in a situation when you buy, for example, a new computer right. and um, Windows 10 is an operating system? I mean, it'll be, you have it'll no be, choice. You have no choice. It'll be on there. And the problem is, though, it'll probably be an older flavor of Windows 10 because a lot of the retail companies don't update them. So you could spend probably hours service packing and updating the old Windows 10. Right, Bob? Yeah, that's uh, figure. Uh, I always figure half a day. Yeah. When you get them out of the box. Of updates. Now, when we build our computers for our business clients, they are updated before they go to our clients. But ironically, Microsoft doesn't want us to load that latest version, <laughs> that latest patch. Um, so is there a solution to all of this in terms of what to do when you intend to purchase a new computer? Yeah. You could look at other alternatives. So a Chromebook. You could go see if your TurboTax has a cloud version of TurboTax that you could use a Chromebook to get to. Now, there's risk, of course, by putting your stuff on the cloud as well. There's risk everywhere. Um, but the only alternative would be a Chromebook or an Apple Mac operating system. Those are really the three primary. Of course, the Linux guys are saying, hey, there's Linux out there too, Eric. Yeah, I know, I know. I don't think Louie's going to go use Linux. Uh, so although, Chromebook, think, which is the other one? Yeah, Chromebook or an Apple, right? An Apple Mac of some kind. Okay. Uh, they're going to be much more expensive. Okay. All right. All, All right, right great. Thanks very much for the information. You're welcome. you get got about a month and a half to do your taxes, so you get time. Yeah. All right. Good. Thanks for the reassurance. <laughs> All right, Louie. Okay. You take care, guys. You too. All right. We're going to go on to one more call here. Let's go to uh, John. John in Thomaston. Hey, John. John, you there? Good morning. Sorry. Good morning, guys. Nope. No problem. What's up? All right. Sorry. I had it on mute. That's <laughs> um, okay. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Um, we have a Acer little laptop, Acer, and yeah. um, you know we like it, and it's it's relatively new, maybe two years old, and um, it's been working great. We replaced our modem. You know, the Frontier came, and we had a little problem, so Frontier came. We replaced our modem, and then like a week after, all of a sudden, no wireless. Mm. You know. So, uh, you know, we had to hook up the Ethernet cable, and, uh, and I did some troubleshooting on the laptop, and it came up with, the, you know, with, it said driver or, hardwood re, driver or hardware related, you need a Qualcomm Athens. Does that make any sense to your, you guys? Wireless yep. network adapter? Yeah, so your adapter is saying it's got a problem. Uh, Bob, you want to walk them through updating the, uh, the adapter? Well... You can do it a couple of ways. You can go to the website, um, the manufacturer's website, and find the driver there. Put in the model number of your uh, Acer. Acer, and uh, you should be able to find a driver for that there. That would be the best solution. Uh, you could try updating the drivers through Windows Update, mm -hmm. but that may or may not be a good driver for you. Uh, most of the time it is but sometimes it, it isn't, and uh, sometimes with the Microsoft drivers, you don't get as many features. So, And also, it could be a hardware problem. Yeah, so that's, the, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> well, that's okay. There are alternatives, right? So you would turn off the, the, the built-in wireless, and you can go out and buy a little thumb drive, uh -huh. a, a little USB thumb drive, and they're not that big. They would, it'll just go into your USB port of your, of your uh, laptop, and you're back in business. Oh, great. Yeah. That's 
great news because um, I like the freedom of the Wi-Fi. You know, I'll bring it into the kitchen and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Our pleasure. Hey, one more quick question. When, when you opened the show, you mentioned a book, and I was scrambling for a pen. I got the yeah. title of the book, I think, but I didn't get the author. Do you, do you remember off the top of your yeah, head? Yeah, the author is Alec Brenson. He's a uh, former New York Times reporter. B e oh. uh, sorry b e r e n s o n Burnson, Bur Burnson yeah. All right. Hey, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm interested in all the science of that stuff, so I'm starting to read up on it. But so thank you very much for bringing that up. All right, my pleasure. I was pretty pretty amazed what Elon did. He, a little quick tweet, and all of a sudden Amazon says, "Oops, oh, we made a mistake. We're so sorry." Here's the book. <laughs> good good thing he's standing up for free speech. It's very yeah. important. Yes. Yeah, but they said it was done by an algorithm, not by a human being. Yeah, Amazon came back and said, "Oh, we have, you know, we didn't do it on purpose." Yeah, right. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> I've got a good used car for sale, really yeah. cheap, too. <laughs> and <Yeah>. a bridge. <laughs> right. The, that same algorithm doesn't seem to keep all those dangerous toys off of Amazon that the Chinese were selling us. Right. I mean, they had all that we had back in the Christmas time that we talked about all these dangerous items, counterfeit items. Somehow, their algorithm doesn't stop that. But it seems to stop that type of information that's counter to what we're talking about. Hmm. Well, it's you know, quite an they, algorithm. They, they fold. They get some questions, and then uh, you know, a bunch of people call them up and say, "This is not right. Get it right. off. The, you get it off your website," and they take it right off. They 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 cower, you know, to to uh, people that complain about it. It could be. I don't even think that yeah. occurred, though. I no. think they just took the initiative themselves. But that's the information, and we actually have a link over at Computer Talk on the article as well. Well, Thank you so much. Yes, I'm on welcome. that page, so I'll go right. right to it. All right, Thank John. Thank you again, guys. Our pleasure. Bye-bye. In, the, in these times, we do have to be politically correct. Remember? Yes, we do. Very, yeah. <laughs> no, we have to resist that. Exactly. <laughs> all right, John. We're going to step out for a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. Two lines open for you. Oh, no, all the lines are jammed up. Uh, but we'll be here until 11, so if a caller drops off, that's your opportunity. And everything we've talked about has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. We'll be right back. Yeah, we figured we'd have some days of the week music, theme music, and Matt's hooked us up for that. This is Computer Talk, because it turns out that the 20th, that day, is a, not a good day to open the state. This the Wednesday, the 17th, better day. Not Tuesday. No, that would be crazy talk. Uh, Wednesday, that's the day you got to do it. Um, I, again, this is getting a little silly. Uh, they could have picked any day of the week. Um, I, well, think they, I think they just use dice and say Yahtzee, and they, ah, Wednesday, let's go. There's a song out there that was written for every day of the week. Oh, that's what we're playing. We're every, I asked Matt to find any tunes that had to no, do with any day of the week. There's a Monday, Monday, and then there's oh, yeah. a Tuesday song. Oh, of and, course. You know. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe our governor was listening to a Wednesday song. I don't know. <laughs> and he's like, that's it. <laughs> Wednesday it is. Uh, it's just crazy. Uh, let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Yorktown, New York, and Mark next. Hey, Mark, what's up? for taking my call. Our pleasure. I appreciate it. Uh, you've helped me in the past. Maybe you can help me again. We'll try. I, 
Okay, we got. I got two quickies here. I hope uh, one is I try have a an old laptop which is running Windows Seven. It runs fine, and I wanted to update it to Windows Ten. So I go ahead and go through all the process. I get I downloaded uh, the program, and it goes through. It goes round and round. Goes up to ninety percent, and it hangs up. Just hangs up and loops and loops and loops. Yeah. So I erased everything, started all over again, same thing. So twice in a row, it gets up to about 90 92%, and just hangs up. doesn't mm-hmm. do anything, so I can't update to 10. Right. And my computer, I have 4 gigabytes of RAM. I got 200 gigabytes free on my disk drive, and I can't understand why I can't go beyond that 90 92%. To What's your feeling, Any Bob? Any ideas? Yeah, I'm thinking you probably got older hardware, and maybe there's a driver that it can't update that it needs maybe uh, it's an uh like a network uh interface card uh you know the nick that it yeah, needs a driver yeah. or or the motherboard or it could be any of that or it could be a well, space issue too it, well frankly it's an old gateway <laughs> so it's, it's an old ga- gateway yes remember those <laughs> i do i had hair back when gateway existed it's, it's a great it's a great computer i i mean you know i i watch movies on it and everything else, except the other problem i have is in streaming she'll mm-hmm. stop then I have to wait about 15 seconds, and then she continues to stream again. I'll watch a movie, and it stops, start, start, stop. Yeah, that's not very good. What's the uh, processor in it? It's got a, a Pentium 2. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but it's 1.2 gigabytes. Your, your microwave's better. got a Pentium in it. <laughs> uh, it, that's not going to be able to process video these days very well. So a Pentium processor doesn't even know what a streaming video is. <laughs> okay. But how about uh, updating to 10? I'll tell you the reason I like it. It's got the old aspect for the uh, screen that's high. You know, it's not the new ones where they're flat. And I can, when I'm watching or reading something, it's easier on the Internet because i got more information on the screen because right. of the way the aspect ratio is. Yeah, I, okay, I, I can't stand the old aspect ratio, but that's your preference. Um, yeah, because I like to read stuff on the Internet, so I get more information. I yep. don't have well, to – yeah. You can always lower the resolution down to the aspect ratio that you like. You I could, see. And you can also buy a flat panel display and rotate it vertically. That's correct. That, and, yeah, yeah. and now I you'd have a it. whole lot of information on that screen, much more improved over the uh, old technology. I'm going to tell you that I, I don't think you're going to want to waste your time trying to get that old Pentium gateway to upgrade. Uh, Microsoft is probably banging into something on there, a driver or a piece of hardware it doesn't understand. You're not enough space. Who knows what? Um, I don't think you're going to find any improvement either. Your your streams are going to still be poor. Probably going to be slower because yeah. it's a it's a fatter operating system. Okay, well, so, I was afraid of that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right, I'll help the economy then. It's time to go out there and uh, look for a new one as soon as this uh, pandemic virus uh, stuff gets so so I can get into the stores and look at some of these new computers. Yeah, well, you can now. A lot of places. I mean, New York is more is more open than Connecticut, isn't it? No, it isn't. We're behind you guys. I'm waiting for a haircut here. I'm thinking of going across. <laughs> I'm not too far from Danbury. See if I can get a haircut in Danbury, because over here we're still locked down. You got to sneak across the border. Yes. Don't tell anyone that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Good luck with that. Better watch out. They might build a fence. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> okay. with, good luck. All with right, that. guys. All Thanks right, Mark. a lot. You're welcome. Bye now. Uh, bye bye. How is Connecticut ahead of any state at doing anything? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're still revolutionary. <laughs> oh, I'm just scared to death about I mean, we had just sort of recovered from the 2008 um, recession. Just imagine how slow the state is going to have to do to recover from this mess. I mean, I well, think... if the governor has his way, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> it seems that way. Uh, let's go to Glastonbury next and Rich. 
Yeah, hi, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. Um, I have a question. I loaded, um, or I should say a computer store, loaded Windows 10 on both my computers, my laptop and my desktop. Sure. So I'm trying to connect the printer to the laptop, and it doesn't, it doesn't connect. And I did go to the um, notification icon on the taskbar, the all settings, devices, printer, and scanner, Mm-hmm. And then it has add a printer or scanner, but the printer I have, it doesn't recognize it. So, right. you know, I don't know if my connector is bad or what I'm doing wrong. I just can't, I can't pinpoint it. What's the make and model of your printer? Is it Windows 10 supported? Well, it's, uh, I did check it. It's an HP LaserJet P1102W, mm-hmm. and it said it is compatible. Okay. Now, are you physically connected, or are you using it wirelessly? Ah, uh, this is a wired connection. All right, hardwired. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, have you tried other USB ports? I I tried. There's two of them, mm-hmm. and I have one for the mouse and one for the printer, and I switched them around, and the mouse still works, which is wireless, but I still can't get the printer to work. All right. Uh, they do agree. I do agree with you that it should work with Windows 10. So it may be your – are you sure your USB ports are compatible with Windows 10 on your old computer? Have you plugged in a thumb drive to see if you can see anything? Could well, it be I, those? I, I plugged in the um, uh, the adapter, the small adapter for the mouse. And that works? Yeah, and that works in both ports. Hmm. And, and then I tried the connector for the uh, printer in both ports, and it still doesn't work. But I didn't try the printer on my desktop yet. I just wanted to try the laptop oh. first. So check it. Uh, it's worth checking on the desktop to rule out if your printer is the issue. Go ahead, Bob. Well, I'm, I'm on their website, and they've got uh, all sorts of software that you can download. The latest uh, version is from December 19th of 2019. So I would uh, ask if you've got the latest software that you're, you've installed. You, you mean for the uh, the printer? Yeah. For the printer, Correct. Okay, and what do I go to the HP website and download that? Yes. Right. I'm on their site right now. We can put a link right sp- specifically for that printer if you want. Okay. Uh, you think it could be there's not a driver on the, on, the, um, on the laptop? Correct. We don't think you have the latest Windows 10 driver. If you didn't go out and get it, okay. um, then that's probably your problem. Yeah, because when I had the computer store, I don't know if they downloaded that driver or not. Um, they would have had to known that you had that printer, and you probably didn't bring the printer in, did you? No, I just have it here at home. Yeah, they wouldn't have known to do that. Okay, so I could try that. Yep. And what I'm going to be doing, my printing will be mostly with the desktop. So I'm thinking okay. I'll just try it on the desktop. Makes sense to me, sir. Okay, and I have I have a second question if I have time. Uh, can you hold it? We're coming up against a hard break at the bottom of the hour here. Yeah, sure, I could hold all right, we're going to keep you on hold there, Rich, and get to more of your calls, guys. We're here till 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. I think Garden Talk's live again. They'll be back. So stick around for Len and Lisa. That'll be great. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of great stuff here at WTIC. Stick around. We'll be right back. And we are back. <laughs> Matt playing those songs about the week. It uh, looks like we moved the opening of the state to Wednesday, not Tuesday. Scary Tuesday. Monday, that would be crazy talk. But, to, but Wednesday, Wednesday is the day. And just the fact that they talked about the, you know, these uh, folks have to be ready. You know what? 
they'll be ready when they're ready. The date is the date. So you set the date and let the companies be ready. You don't have to wait on the, the companies to tell you, oh, we're ready. Go ahead and let us open. That doesn't even well, seem to make any sense to me. I don't think that these business owners have been sitting at home doing nothing. Right. You know, while, well, yeah, you're supposed to stay at home. Well, no, I can go to my business alone and clean it all up. Right. So that, that whole comment just blew my mind. Give us the date. They'll be ready if they're ready. If they're not, they're not. Simple as that. But uh, it's Wednesday now, and that could change. I bet it could. Could change on Wednesday. Could change. Yeah, right. This Wednesday could change. It could be that they will go Monday because maybe Monday will be a, a safer day. I don't know. Let's get back to your calls. And uh, Rich in Glastonbury. What's going on, Rich? Yeah, yeah. The uh, download that you mentioned for the drivers, will that be at the computertalkwithtab.com? That's what it will be, sir. Okay. And the other question is the um, USB connection for the wire part from the printer. Yep. How do I know that connector is any good or it's bad? Well, you'll find that out if you try to connect it to the other other printer, other computer, right? That was that was your second right. thought. So the moment it doesn't work there either, that wire could be bad. Why it would have gone bad during the upgrade is beyond me because I assume you used it when it was Windows 7, right? Yes. Yeah, it worked so fine. It, it's probably not a bad cable. It's probably your drivers that you need to deal okay. with. And, and the other question I have, I have um, Microsoft Office um, and McAfee on both of the computers. Yeah. Could I use the same version on each one, or do I have to purchase a separate copy for each one? To be legal, you have to purchase a separate copy on okay. each one. Right. Um, to be legal, depending on the version you have. So if you have like a 365, they do let you use... Um, that one subscription on multiple devices of your own. Yeah, I do have the 365. Oh, then you can use uh, that same 365 subscription on another one of your devices because it's still you. Okay. You're supposed to only be logged into one at a time, I think. Right. So if you wanted to have that both computers up with another person using it, then you'd have a problem. Okay. And, and the McAfee, could that be used on both or just on one? Well, it depends on the license you purchased. So if okay. you purchased a single-user license, then you, then you would need to buy a second single-user license. Um, okay. So that's up to your subscription. Yeah, I think that one's multiple also when it comes up on the screen. Okay, so you might have bought a license that covers up to five devices, let's okay. say. So then you're good. Okay. Well, well I want to thank you both again. You're uh, always very helpful. And a link to that driver for your printer is up on our website now. Okay, great. I'll have to pull it up uh, within an hour or so. All right, Rich. Okay, thank you again. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, it's uh, going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Let's go to our resident groupie, Danny. You there, Danny? I'm here, and I'm so happy to hear your confession about Mr. Musk. I'm finding uh, I'm liking him more and more. All right. I never yeah. said he was a bad guy. I just didn't think he should take our, our money to, to build his luxury vehicles. But but look, what he, look, what he, look what he's done with the money. I hear you. I can't argue. I mean, when SpaceX took off, any of those other scams that got all that federal money. You're exactly right. It just went into the Swiss bank account. You're exactly right. And when he, when I saw that flight, and we successfully docked, and I read that he used Linux operating systems, which is smart. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't. I mean, it was just staggering. I, I, my eyes still hurt from looking at the TV for twelve hours. Yeah. So one thing, Danny, though. What's that? So on the landing. 
of the, uh, the, the ejected rocket. Why is it always that they always seem to have a technical difficulty just as it's going to land? And then it, well, then it blinks back on. Well, if you watched the landing, they didn't this time. No, that's not true. I talked to a lot of people who said they watched the landing, and they did. Trust me. I have, I have watched every landing or missed landing or anything. They had a live image from the autonomous drone ship yeah. with a camera out on a nice, smooth Atlantic Ocean with the f- almost full moon reflecting off the water. All right. All of a sudden, all the water around the ship went from moonlight, kind of, uh, you know, whitish, right. to red when the, when the three rockets uh, lit up. Yeah. And then it got brighter and brighter, and then you could see dust and gas and disturbances on the deck of the ship where the X mark is, where the X yeah. is. Yeah. And then the ass end of the rocket came down, and the legs were out, and it landed, and it shut off, and it was there. And you saw the you whole thing. The whole thing. What they lost the picture of was the camera on board the the first stage looking back down uh, cut out. All right. The one where you can see the grid fins. But this is the first time that they didn't lose the signal on oh. the exact landing. Okay. And I think it's because they've been working on this because they've got that satellite uplink, and it was a real calm ocean. And there's a, you can imagine the disturbance and the vibration mm-hmm. from the engines as it gets closer to the deck. I can. I can imagine that. I just don't want another one of those NASA things where they, no, people it, think no, you didn't I mean, get on the, the moon. They, they, it, it, this was the first one, and I, I mean... You can go to YouTube. There's like an eight minute and twenty two second. It says launch and landing. I'll find it. Video and that. And real quick, uh, yeah. if you go to findstarlink.com. Yep, they chucked some more up there in the sky, didn't they? Right. We got four eighty now. That's a website where if you put in your address, they give you your latitude and longitude, and you put it into the app. Yeah. And they tell you when they're coming over. And this last batch is coming over every night. Oh, over over so our area. We can see them here. Okay, we can't connect to them, though. We can't get internet from them. That's later this month, so like at 9.35 tonight. So if you go to findstarlink.com, it's a yeah. cool app, and it shows you, they've got an interactive map that shows you where they are, too. Neat. But I'll put a link up. The reason I called uh-huh. is um, my, my, my uh, storage, um, I mean my data, I'm, I'm, I'm running out of, out of space. Okay. And it says free up space. Space by deleting unnecessary data such as cached, residual, and advertisement files. Mm-hmm, sure. Now, how how do I find those other than just going through the um, the separate thing where I just uh, you know it's got that maintenance uh, program on there where you yeah. clean your storage and then you clean your this. And you clean that's what I tell this. you to use is the is the maintenance program. That's what I use on mine. Oh, okay. That's what I use too. But um. You know, uh, but this little thing comes up and it says, you know, you can, by going in, clean out the cache. If if I went to each app and cleaned out the cache, does that get rid of the the app itself or does that just get rid of junk that's in the app? Yeah, we clear out the cache within the app and I would tell you to remove any apps you don't need. Yeah, I've done that. Okay. But then the utility is really all you can do. So if you've got just a ton of stuff on there, you might be outgrowing that old galaxy. Yeah. All right. That's that's what I thought. I was afraid of that. Yeah, right, but, but I'm uh, gonna be I'm gonna be a fan of Musk too. I mean, he's done nothing but great things lately, and uh, I really appreciate what he's doing. You know, doing, I so. took pictures of the of the module as it got close to the station. Yeah. Of the Dragon. Because mm-hmm. I've got a NASA app that you can take pictures of the screen image. Nice. 
And when it wasn't just a couple feet away from docking and you could see the red ring where the nose cone comes down and seals where it lifts up to expose the hatch, mm -hmm. I was looking at the pictures. And if you see any pictures of that online, pinch them up, make them bigger. This thing looked so um, homemade. I mean, it looked like it was like a modeling project or a, a arts and crafts project. You know, I'd expected it to be all precision machined and everything and defined edges and stuff. It's kind of a little rough and modely and bumpy, and there's, there's some spots where it looks like they put, uh, like, Bondo in the holes and, you know, <laughs> patched it over. It was... It sounds like a Tesla paint job. Yeah, I, there's trouble with those. <laughs> they hey, have I, some... I, I could put a deposit on a truck. No, you did not. I did. I, I, I'll probably never get it, but I just got I got my little thing and everything that I gave him the money because I mean I I'll you know I might not live that long, but at oh, least stop. I got the paperwork. Yeah, well, but the, I'm, and I'm not joking about the Tesla paint jobs. There's some pe people that are not very happy with. Oh the no, Tesla they, they have job. trouble with those. Yeah, it's again. It, he's done a great job, and I'd love to see that picture. It does sound though like his approach. I can see him putting some uh, duct tape and bubble gum in there to get that thing working, yeah. and get it out there. He saved the $20 inside, billion. Dollars. The inside looks so professional and machined and precise yeah. and everything, but boy, the outside, especially where, that's, where the red line is, if you see any pictures, look at that, and it's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> that looks like a garage project. <laughs> well, he successfully did it, and it's awesome, and uh, okay. congratulations to I him. I love the tone of your voice this week. <laughs> <laughs> I never didn't like the guy. I just didn't like I that know, he took so I know, much money. I, they, they, there's a lot less snark. <laughs> well, I kind of my default is snark, so I'm oh. sorry. All right, okay, goodbye. All right, Danny, take it easy. All right, let's get to your calls again. Who we got here? We got Mark out there. Mark in Bristol. You there, Mark? Yes, sir. Good morning, guys. Good morning, sir. Hey, this is uh, the Empathic uh, Community Center Computer Help Volunteer Guy giving you a call for. Uh, some input. All right. What's going on out there? Okay. Well, what's happening is because the, computer, the uh, community centers are shut down for obvious reasons, all of my students, not all of them, many of them are calling me at home yep. with issues, which is fine. Uh, unfortunately, most of them are computer illiterate, mm -hmm. and trying to talk them through how to turn a computer on is even a challenge. Yep. So I spent many hours with a gentleman the other night just trying to get his email working, but as I'm doing that, he's telling me, oh, something is scanning. Something wants to scan something. that." So his computer is also full of viruses as mm -hmm. we're trying to do this other work. Yep. So super challenging. Uh, he just called me back again, and I just spent, I missed most of the show helping him, which has to stop because it's getting silly already. Mm -hmm. um, but my thoughts are, is, is there any way or is it easy, would it be easy for me to possibly remote into the, some of these people's computers to take the viruses out because they have no clue when I say do this, do that. I mean, they even have trouble finding a key on the keyboard. Um, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about the liability and so forth because I know computer uh, repair shops will do this, and I recommended them to some of these people. Yep. But then they act like they don't hear what I'm saying because they're going to have to pay for it. Yeah, so remoting yeah. in is definitely doable. Uh, what do you want to offer, recommend, Bob? Yeah, one I've used for a long time is showmypc.com. Okay. And it's free. And uh, the other people have to be able to get to the Internet so they can get there. But once they get there, there's an app to show your PC, and then they give you the code, and then you can remote into their PC and give them assistance. So it doesn't cost any money. Okay. <clears throat> It's simple as that. And um, now I don't want to see any of their personal data. Not that most of these people 
are older and they really they have such little data on their computers that with Windows 10, most times I say, ask them, do you have anything on here that's personal? Because we're going to have to reset your machine. It's so full of viruses, and that's going right. to wipe everything out. And they all say, fine, fine, there's nothing on there. Yeah. Um, is there a way I can avoid even seeing anything personal? Or no. no, okay. No, if they leave it up in front of you, I mean, believe it or not, you'd be a mandated reporter on top of that for things that you'd want to report if there's things that's on there. But, uh, yeah, you can't avoid that. If they leave this stuff up in front of you, you're going to see it. I mean, that's the whole problem with uh, IT, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but obviously, if you're a trusted support person and they can trust you and, and uh, you ask them to turn it off, I mean, as far as whatever legalities you'd like to get into, you know, make sure you tell them, hey, you know, all I want you to bring up is the browser. Make sure everything else you're out of and saved and, and closed. You're not going to start poking around in there, obviously. Right. Um, you're going to look to solve the issue. So as, if they don't leave it up, then you're fine. But if they don't even understand what you're saying, then you might find you're going to see some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that makes perfect sense to me. That's what I was going to suggest to them as well. And I've known them for 10 years, so I'm sure they have 100% trust. Right. Uh, when, a, when a computer store is allowed to do this, do they have to have any credentials to be able to go into the public's PCs like this? No. So when you bring your computer to a computer store, that guy behind the counter who could have been selling sneakers a week ago now is logging into your computer and has access to all your stuff. And they, you know, pinky swear that they're not going to look at your data. Okay. Right. And then if they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, sir. I'll let you get another call in. I appreciate your help. Our pleasure, Mark. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Thank you. All right. Take Bye. care. All right. I think we have to step out, right, Matt? Um, get a quick break in before the top of the hour. Am I right or not? I, don't, I feel like I'm right. But being not in front of Matt in the studio where I can't even see him, um, but I think I'm going to take a quick break. And we have uh, we got one one line uh, online right now, and uh, feel free to get online. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. We'll step out for a quick break and then get to Gary in Springfield. So hang on, Gary. We'll be right back. back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and uh, Matt's behind the, the wheel over there in Farmington. We're in the hermetically sealed studios of Tab Computer Systems, and uh, running the show here remotely, and uh, the music he's been picking for me is because I asked him about, you know, let's do some, some songs about the days of the week, because it seems like we're opening a different day of the week now, and uh, maybe, maybe by the end of this weekend, we'll be opening up even sooner, which would be great. Uh, I don't know what algorithm they have to punch into whatever spreadsheet to get that date out. We'll see. But uh, it is what it is. Yes, Bob? Yeah, sure. My PC is out of Silicon Valley, California. Oh, very good. So it's a good tool then. Yeah, and you've used it for years, you said. Yes, yes. All right, let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Gary in Springfield next. What's going on, Gary? Hi. Um, I have an old Acer computer. works great. And it's about four or five years old, but it's very, very slow. Yeah. So I use it for as a spare computer, but I do see on social media these advertisements for a USB uh, drive that uh, purportedly will increase the speed of your old computer, and they're like thirty-five bucks. Is is that something that's worth doing, uh, or what would be the drawbacks to that? So I I'm not sure exactly what you're referring to, but if it has something to do with additional caching where they actually are giving you some sort of solid state cache, you might see some improvement. If it's a utility to clean up malware or something like that, 
just prevent their malware in the first place by using OpenDNS. So if it's based on cache and giving you performance, what do you got, Bob? You find something? Well, what they're basically going to do is they're, I think, is they're going to walk you through setting up ReadyBoost, ah. which is like adding the USB memory. It is a cache then. Your, uh, yeah, to your your computer uh, to your computer right so it may give you some improvement it may not even be discernible improvement <laughs> um but you but you're going to look you're going to get this ready boost benefit by pu plugging in that USB drive. so my guess is they're charging you a premium for a, a thumb device drive. that you could go out and purchase and then set it up anyway yeah. so we can put yeah. a link up as to how ready boost works um, okay. It's part of the go. operating system. We'll put a link over that, and you can go ahead. It even the article even talks about is is Windows Ready Ready Boost worth using, and it yeah. may not be. I think they, for the I, early early version back in Vista days, yeah, that's when it came out. Oh wow! So you know it was probably worthwhile back then. Yeah, but wow. Windows Seven and later, I I doubt it. Right. In reading between the lines of this, what they're saying. I think they're switching you over to another operating system, the Linux operating system or something? Yeah. Okay, so that's a whole different approach. So what they're doing there is having you boot into Linux rather than the Windows operating system. I have seen yeah. advertisements for that, too. So what they're doing is saying, make your old computer new again. And what they're doing is giving you a whole new operating system, which is free. And, yes, it will be faster than Windows because Windows, that's all I have to say. Um, but, but now you're learning a whole new operating system, and you're going to have to deal with that. I don't know that I would go that route. How, how old is the machine? It's, it's five or six years old, and I use it as a backup, and also I can run some processes on it while I'm using my real computer. Yeah. You know, it's just a spare. Yeah, I mean, if you're a geek, you want to play around with uh, booting into a different operating system. Um, okay. it's, it's up to you, but uh, uh, that's what they're doing there. I know enough to be dangerous. That's about all I know, so I better not do that. Gotcha. I appreciate your help. All right, Gary. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye-bye. So uh, getting near the top of the hour here, everything we've talked about has been posted live. Over on the uh, Facebook Live show over at WTIC's page, there's tons of conversations going on about Go NetSpeed right there in the uh, comments area. And uh, so feel free to check it out. If you guys could do us a favor and share out the uh, feed, it would help us greatly uh, to get the, uh, the the show out there for more folks. Uh, but feel free to post a comment right there in the uh, on uh, WTIC's Facebook page, and there's a lot of discussion about Go Net Speed and when it's coming in the area. The last question here from Frank is curious about YouTube TV, and uh, that would be what you would be running as an option for your live TV channels. If you went ahead and, and cut the cable and went over to a Go Net Speed or any other broadband connection, you would need some sort of streaming service from Hulu or YouTube TV or you name it. So there's a lot of options out there besides YouTube TV to run your stream off of. That's the end of the show here, guys. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live for us. I want to thank Matt back at the studios in Farmington. Someday we're going to see you, Matt. I know you're out there. You know, it's going to be great to see you again when we can go ahead and come out uh, work out of the studio and uh, stick around dr Alessio will be up next with healthy rounds he'll give you a second opinion on your health advice and of course garden talk is live again uh, stick around for that at noon for len and lisa see you next week
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 